everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is Sipping Tea with Nat and Z. I'm Nat. And I'm Z. Hello, hello. Hola, como estas? Konnichiwa. <laughs> Hiya. All day. Hey, girl. Hey. Yeah, hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> so today's um, episode is about unconventional relationships. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to get right into it. Um, it's gonna be juicy. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's juicy. It's <laughs> so this is the second part of this the the episode where we do tea of the day. Um, we are not tea experts. Talk to your doctor. Drinking herbal tea. Yada yada yada. So Yalloway. what is the tea? Yes. What is the tea on the table? So continuing with our springing into tea season, if you will, um, I found another place in D.C. to have high tea. And this is the mansion on O and O Street Mansion. So they they go back and forth. I don't know why they call it the mansion on O on O Street. Oh, sorry. O Street Museum. My bad. I can't okay. read. <laughs> <laughs> today. I had a long day, y'all. So for the ultimate high tea party in the heart of DuPont, the mansion on O offers a private private room pra- uh, packages for 10 or more people at $90 a person. It's a five-course spread complete with a with butler service and a self-guided tour of the historic museum. Comes with tea forte loose leaf connect collections and bottomless bubbly that right there folks that right hmm. there yes okay. pastries savory bites cheese plates and more it is you can get a tour for sixty dollars per person and for groups of 15 or more wait so it's, the tour is not included in the price <coughs> of the tea me. you can have the no the tour is not included with the tea Okay, so the you tea is take, just ninety dollars. If you do a dessert tea and museum tour of um sixty dollars per person, that's just if you don't do the five course meal. The five course meal with the museum and the tea is ninety dollars. If you just want tea and the tour, it's sixty. So the five courses is what like desserts, savory bites, like what cucumber savory sandwiches bites, and stuff yes. like that. Okay, okay, Pastries, okay. cheese plates. Um, a charcuterie, a charcuterie, charcuterie board, a charcuterie okay. board, <laughs> and charcuterie board. <laughs> yes, I have been to the uh, mansion on O. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. We got mm-hmm. dressed up in um, our high tea uh, gloves and hats. The ma- the museum is like really quirky. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funky. It has like um, pictures, just eclectic stuff. It's and they, there's different things you can like go through a scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. I went there for a drag brunch, mm-hmm. um, and it was so much fun. I highly recommend it. Lots to see in there, okay. and I I think it was a good time. I okay, enjoyed myself. All right, so well, I recommend it. Definitely something to make sure we keep on the list of things and activities yes. to do. Um, I definitely concur. All right, so check it out, y'all. So, uh, the tea, the tea on the table, we just did that. The hot tea. <laughs> the hot tea. It's a, little, right. it's, a, it's a bit of hot tea. Some of it is a little cold, uh-huh. but some of it is piping. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, piping. So, yes, yeah, some of the cold tea is Oscars. So, the Oscars have <laughs> come and gone. Yep. Um, and I'm just going to say this. Jennifer, or Jennifer, uh, what the hell is her name? Jamie Lee Curtis should not have won Best Supporting Actress. I said it. 
And here's why. It's not just so much because Angela I Bassett. I thought she should win it. Honestly. I don't. I, well, who knows? It's not even so much that Angela Bassett should have gotten it, right? Because mm-hmm. that is still debatable for some people. But Je- Je- I keep want to call her Jennifer Luke. Jennifer, no, Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Scream Queen. Wasn't even the best supporting actress in her own movie, okay? So I forgot what the other, it, it's just left my mind, but there was the another o, woman. Halloween Ends? No, no, no. It was another no. woman who was also um, nominated for everything, everywhere, yes. all at once. For supporting mm-hmm. actress, and she was way better than Jamie Lee mm-hmm. Curtis. So even if 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 she would have gotten it over Angela Bassett, I would have been like, okay, that makes sense because mm-hmm. that that role was equally good, and I can understand why uh, people would have voted more avant garde than Jamie. Marvel movie, right? But um, Jamie Lee Curtis, no, ma'am, I'm sorry, and I love Jamie Lee Curtis, but she did not deserve. Um, I didn't really watch many of the movies that were nominated, so I don't really have. And this is like the first year I didn't even watch the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, I so I don't really have an opinion overall on all of the winners. There's still some controversy. You know, we live in this very woke era, yeah. very you know, res- like very woke era. So there was some some controversy surrounding um, Brandon Fraser's portrayal in the whale because it's like why not just hire an actor to a, a actor a fat i don't want to say fat but that's a, fat, a large a, a, a larger size actor, actor to play that part other than putting somebody in a fat suit and to that right. i say just he's an that, actor that's what acting is actors, about so right? it's about playing somebody that you aren't so i don't really that's, see a problem unless and, but i i see where some people's like well you don't want somebody playing somebody black if they're not black yes people have done, that. done that and of course <laughs> but that's that to me is a little different right um, robert downey jr i mean but that was funny Thunder. i'm sorry tropic that's that was so funny, funny to me <laughs> And I, that movie. definitely is not something that could get, get would be able to get made now. I mean, a oh, lot no. of the movies that we grew that we watch, I almost say grew up on, but a lot of yeah. the movies that we've watched in our young adulthood would yeah. not fly at today. all. And it's sad because some of that shit is hilarious. Was hilarious. Like, me, myself, and Irene, you would oh, not be able no. to get that. That would not no. pass the muster that, at all. Mm-mm. No, nah. wouldn't. But nah. that, that was a funny movie. Yes, it was. I remember when I first saw that movie theater, my mouth was like, I can't believe that they are showing this. Like, what the hell? The part that got me is in the beginning. If you haven't seen it, then I mean, I'm, this is not a spoiler because the movie's been out for over a decade. Right. When he was breastfeeding off of the lady on the bed. <laughs> I said, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. This right here is a bullshit. I couldn't believe what I was watching, but I kept that up. That so, was shocking all, man. That was yes, shocking all back then. Yes, yes. Um, So Shirley Ralph, we all know her, love mm-hmm. her. Uh, she is, oh, what? I'm having a, a brain freeze today, which is weird. It's I feel okay. like I used all of my mental capacity earlier today because I had a couple of appointments. Yeah. And so now I just don't have it. So <laughs> forgive me. She's on Abbott Elementary and her name is Miss. I can't. I don't know. And it's going to kill me. With, what is her name on Abbott Elementary? Anyway, as I figure out what her name is on Abbott right. Elementary. um, She recently was on a 
podcast, I believe, and they were talking to her, asking her questions uh-huh. and about, you know, I guess her life. And she mentioned that she was uh, sexually assaulted or molested by a famous TV show judge. I uh, And this was when Moesha was on. Oh, shit. Um, and she was sexually assaulted and molested by a famous TV show judge. But said miss howard that's her name miss howard i knew i knew miss howard so barbara barbara howard that's her character on abbott elementary barbara miss barbara so she mentioned that it was a famous talk show judge but went to say that it was not judge mathis so people did their own deduction as to who it could possibly be she never said but people started to speculate and speculate that it was Judge Joe Brown. And I mm. understand why, because if you've seen him after his show has gone off, he's really out of pocket. That dude has really? some issues. Yeah, really? Judge Joe Brown ain't right too Doesn't right. he have a show? Uh, he might have like a podcast or something. But Didn't one of them like get a, a whole reality show? That's with Judge family? Mathis. That was Judge Mathis. Judge Mathis. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, hold on. Not mm-hmm. hold on. Not hold on. <laughs> hold on, Not y'all. Not like we on the phone. I right? think sometimes like we, we just talk so well. <laughs> like, I forget that we're really in a podcast. Girl, hold on a um, second. Let me, let me go get this thing right quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> so so she, she alluded to the fact that he, you know, that somebody sexually assaulted her, Melissa. And he just went off like, oh, I'm going to threaten uh, legal action and everybody's like sir but she never mentioned your name so hit dogs holler because nobody's everybody else speculated Twitter Ooh. speculated the internet speculated but she never speculated and he basically told on himself because why why did you automatically assume it was you sir right. she didn't say if he was black or white she just said a there's a bunch TV of um, Joe, TV show judges yeah he she said he grabbed her he being the person that she accused, not uh-huh. Judge Joe Brown, um, she, meaning she didn't say it was him, but right. he, and like stuck his tongue down her throat or like tried to like like was grabbing all on her, like very like, which I I personally personally, Ew. witnessing his behavior since his show and on the internet, I believe that would probably he did that shit. What is he I been doing? Believe it. He's just out there in these streets wilding. He, yeah, I, I fully believe that he did it. Um, so I mean, time will tell. Allegedly, wants, allegedly, but I believe it. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's allegedly based off of Twitter and the internet, not allegedly based off of her. Because again, she never called him out directly. She never so said it. So why are you gonna jump up and say I'm and hit assume. dogs holler? This is a very classic case of uh-huh. hit dogs holler. Sir, did she bring up your name? Well, no. Well, how are you even going to go to a litigate a case like that? Who are you going to sue, sir? The, the internet? Because she... Right. The internet. You you going to sue all them Twitter people? You going to sue... You going to sue, sue Al Gore for creating, for creating the internet? <laughs> and and allow these people internet. to bring your name up? Right. And Elon... And these allegations? Sue, sue him for people being right, on Twitter? Right. You going to sue Elon? Right. Like, come on, sir. So... Get it together, we'll sir. And he's a judge. He has a full-ass law degree. He should know better. Full. So, come on, sir. What are you doing, sir? You just what, told what on yourself, doing? sir. Yeah. I hope, I hope that it gets resolved, but I hope that she is getting the care and has some peace with herself. Yeah. And healing absolutely. that she absolutely. needs. Absolutely. Absolutely. For that. Um, And then on the flip side, this is very disappointing. Mm-hmm. So, over the weekend, 
Saturday, Jonathan Majors was arrested for assaulting um, mm. a woman who we later found out was his girlfriend over her seeing him texting someone um, in her presence, another female, another woman, excuse me. Um, and apparently he strangled her, uh, well, allegedly strangled her and c- caused some injuries to her face. And immediately after it came out, his lawyer said unequivocally, this is untrue. Right. It's unfounded. We have proof. There was a taxi driver who saw the incident. We have video um, footage of it. And then the woman who the police actually came and took her to the hospital because of the visible signs of injury. Mm-hmm. Um also apparently recanted with two different statements that this did not happen. He did not do it. Okay. So that's the first part. So if you just took that for what it is, then you would say, okay, he didn't do it. Or you would still say "Mm, where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. Right. However, and I'm not giving my opinion on this one way or the other. I'm just giving you what I know to what I've read and what I've seen Mm -hmm. a few months back. I like my Twitter feed is my algorithm is all crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it it always shows me a lot of stuff. I get a lot of blind items. Like uh-huh. I got a blind item about. I mean, I think we even talked about this a while ago. It was a blind item. Oh, it was a blind item about Niecy Nash and mm-hmm. how she's unpleasant to work with. Okay, and, yeah. And the person was talking about it because the person was working on the set of the Dahmer show, mm-hmm. and the and and the information that the person gave in the twitter in the tweet if you did your reasonable deduction you would have landed on probably two or three actresses and she probably her name would have probably been on the short list mm-hmm. of people that she was talking about um and then when the show actually came out then the woman who originally tweeted it was like yes this is who i was talking about yes this was the show that i was talking about because this show just traumatized me traumatized Mm. the way that they handled people of color on the set etc etc so around the same time i started seeing tweets about an individual who's up and coming um who is really not who he appears to be and Mm. at the time it was just like you know food for fodder was just out there and but then that tweet started getting traction and i started seeing other tweets and other tweets and then i saw a tweet it was like right at right around the time that that valentine's day cover dropped what was the essence with him on the front cover and while there was a conversation about masculinity and femininity as as it pertained to that particular cover right there was another side conversation that was going on that a lot of people missed which was somebody was saying there's this guy who's an up-and-coming actor who women are fawning all over the internet for Uh about how fine he is who some people have dubbed like the not the replacement, but like the 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 person who could come in and fill the gap that was left by Chadwick Boseman in terms of young uh-huh. black actors who really seem mm. to have a presence, right? right? And um, and they were like, if you really knew how vicious and cruel he was on mm. set and in real life, you wouldn't be fawning on over this man and so when i read that tweet i was like hmm i wonder who this who person could potentially about? be talking about and i was like well there's only 
one person that came to my mind and that was Jonathan Majors. And uh-huh. the reason why is because like, how many young actors do you know right now that people are fronting over? I mean, Dam- Dam- um, Damson Idris, right. um, Michael. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, but they're not, in my opinion, they haven't done anything that really commands like, like the same presence that Chadwick Mm -hmm. did. And the only person that I personally, and I'm not comparing him to Chadwick, Chadwick is in a category all his own. I'm just saying the only person that I could have seen Uh somebody comparing to the loss in terms of skill, ability, and talent Mm -hmm. was Jonathan Major. Yes. We saw him in Lovecraft country then yes. ant-man then he has this another movie that just went to to the festival uh to um sundance that's supposed to be getting that got rave reviews and we're seeing him in all these movies and it kind of has the same trajectory as chadwick boseman in terms right. of the roles that he's taking and the things that he's doing so mm-hmm. that's what i saw and i but i never paid any attention to it i just left it there and i said okay well you know somebody tweeting something this obscure it is what it is i'm mm-hmm. not gonna feed into it until i see proof Well, then this situation comes out and whoo, ma'am, it has been hitting the fan. Again, it's still a conversation that's happening to the side, Uh but it's happening. Like there are people who came out because I believe he went to Yale's drama school. So there are people who went to Yale with him that was like, I'm so glad that this is finally coming out. It was making me sick to my stomach that people have been like, you know praising him and he is just an abusive individual he's abused many women at the school um and it's funny because while that conversation is going on the men who were chastising him for dressing in the pink and the red or whatever are now saying oh look at y'all tearing the black man down (laughs) but y'all was just doing that and so now that he's been accused of of being physically um, aggressive and Mm -hmm. abusive to someone um now it's a different tune. And then there's also the conversation of the fact that this is what happens when black men date white women and he should have just mm. left them alone, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Again, I'm it, I'm of the mindset where it is not highly, if this is true, I would right. not be surprised. Mm-hmm. And if it gets brushed under the rug, his PR team, his lawyer, the Marvel people, the people who have invested a lot of money in him. Mm-hmm. have the money and the resources to really make sure that he is well protected and well cared for. Agreed. Um, if it is But it's only going to go so far because he's a black man. So let's, mm-hmm. let's that, let that be there. And if he is an abusive person, if he is an abuser, then F his career, he can go to hell. Right. Right. Um, if he's not, and he is a victim of someone making things up, which I, I'm always on the side of the woman, even if she doesn't, she isn't a woman of color. I tend mm-hmm. to kind of try to side with women. Um, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just unfortunate because his star power was burning hot and right. he could have easily been one of the greats. And this is definitely, if not stopping him, going to slow him down significantly. Right. Um. And it's unfortunate, but, you know, you can't do these things to people and not expect for there to be consequences or repercussions. And apparently from what is being read that the lawyer jumped out there a little too quickly. Oh. And it said, oh, yeah, he, um, he, th- th- there was a cab driver who witnessed this and da 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 and then somebody was like well the police report said this happened in the hotel it didn't happen in the cab so what are you talking about sir so it's there's a lot going on right now 
And he Ooh. was arraigned today. So he was arrested, let out on bail, and then got arraigned. So if mm-hmm. he's arraigned today, I'm going to make the assumption that the DA feels like they have enough evidence to bring charges, to to have brought charges forth against him. Now we'll see where this goes. Right. Um, I'll follow it closely, but it's not looking good for your boy. Mm. It's it's not looking it's not looking good for your boy. Mm. It's not looking good for your boy. That could be karma, or yeah. it could be a story. But it could be karma. Could be because you get to that point, and then everything gets snatched from you for all your past transgressions. Karma and shows up when you least expect it. Absolutely. But whatever way this situation turns out, I hope that um, everyone gets what they are. Supposed oh, to mm-hmm. and justly do right. Yeah, and yeah. that's for whatever that means. Right, whatever that means. Right. Um, I had something else, but I'm not going to talk about that because that would take us to a whole other thing. So oh. we'll take a quick break and yeah. we'll come right back and jump into our tea time segment. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> So as we had stated earlier, today's topic is unconventional relationships. And this is this is going to be interesting, especially coming from two married women. Huh? We got two married women having these, this conversation. It's, it's going to be <laughs> right, interesting. Right. right. Um, and it's, it's funny because despite the progressions that we've made as, as a society, especially the Western world, mm-hmm. um, there is still an, awe, an overarching, often unspoken message that there is only one right way to conduct a romantic relationship. And if you, honestly, if you're seeing what we're seeing in the news, there's a, an agenda that's being pushed and it is for these right quote unquote ways to have a relationship. Um TLC, because they be having um or on own, they have a whole poly a whole show about well, that. Well we know that. that. Yes, we know we'll that. We'll get into that in a um, second, but yeah. So there is a belief still, a common belief that people are all striving towards an ex- exclusive romantic coupling. And that if you somehow dare to go outside of those narrow bonds, right? Mm-hmm. That your relationship is clearly flawed. So if you're not just in this one man, one woman, you know, or one, you know, woman, one woman, one man, one man, however you see it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not in a committed relationship with one other person, that somehow your the relationship is flawed, it's unhealthy, it's not committed, mm-hmm. it's disloyal, there's no deep love, um, right. and you're just not living right, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we know, we see it, we have friends, we're in relationships that kind of follow the script. Um, mm-hmm. but sometimes following the, sh- the script doesn't always lead to good or contented relationships, right? Nope. Because or as we can see, wouldn't be so high. yes, um, we see it all the time. There's mismatches in relationship. A lot of people are resigned and miserable. There's dysfunction. Some people feel shoehorned into something that doesn't work for them. Mm-hmm. You name it. We can discuss it. Um, and, and we know that following a script, per se, is not a recipe for a guaranteed great relationship. Um, you and your partner have to decide um, and determine the health and joy of your relationship, however that looks. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't have anything to do with moving in the direction of what culture is saying is the right way to go. Right. Um 
you know, studies have shown that people in non-monogamous relationships tend to be better communicators. And Mm. we'll talk a little bit more about why that possibly is. Mm. Um, Also, there is research that has shown that there's no less love in these types of relationships, um, nor are these relationships less committed or less trusting than the usual monogamous ones. Mm and there's a lot of proof and research wise via the experience of just real people. Um, there are so many more ways to have a relationship now in this day and age. Mm. And um, these different types of relationships actually work for a lot of people. A lot of people are able to function better outside of what society deems as normal um, right. and have very healthy, loving, um, you know, committed loyal relationships so we're gonna go ahead and 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 get into some of those (laughs) right okay all right all right all right so to be in the vein of what we just discussed as far as what we consider the narrow bounds this is a little outside the lines as far as monogamish i did not know this was a real word neither did i but apparently it is so basically it's people in committed romantic relationships who are primarily monogamous, who will, you know, occasionally dabble in casual sex if the opportunity arises. So just to be clear, this is different from swinging. Excuse me, monogamous people make outside connections an exception, not the rule, right? And it's kind of giving a hall pass. So I think one of the main one of the main things about this, it would seem is that there is some communication going on here mm-hmm. so that the people in said monogamish relationship understand that it's monogamish, not that one person think it's monogamish and the other person <laughs> is in a faithful monogamous relationship. <laughs> relationship. Right. 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 Because <laughs> I mean, and, and it is a very good ex- example of a hall pass. Like, you know, yeah. Um, so, and, and, and I would say a more realistic hall pass because people be like, oh, yeah, I gave my wife a hall pass. And if she ever met Idris Elba, she can go ahead and sleep with him. Or I gave my husband a, a hall pass that if Halle Berry ever wanted to sleep with him, he could do it. Right. But that's unrealistic, right? Correct. We're talking about realistic hall mm. passes. Like, you know, if you're on a business trip and you happen to be out and you become sexually attracted to you, you get a vibe off of somebody and you're mm-hmm. sexually attracted to them and you want to have a one night stand, then that's hook a hall up. pass. You can do it. Um, that's what we're talking about. Right. Um, and there's rules. Yes. There's always has to be rules. There has to be rules. Comes back to the communication. And we're going to get into our thoughts. We're going to go through these and then get into our thoughts about mm-hmm. each of these. And 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 if and if we had to, if it was like life or death and we had to choose one of these options, which was what, what would it be? So another unconventional, I'm putting this in quotes, relationship is swinging. Mm-hmm. And so swinging is when committed couple, when a committed couple consensually has sex with people outside of their relationship, usually without romantic entanglement. So mm-hmm. some swingers stick to group sex with their spouse, while others may go off on their own with a lover. Um, some swingers prefer strangers at clubs or parties. Others perform prefer um, and form long-term, even long-life bonds with the couple they swap with. So mm-hmm. this, it, you would say like this, it's like, say you went on a cruise, you meet this couple, they're really, you know, you're vibing, you're great, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, so why don't we just swap? Right. 
Um, yeah, just swap. And, maybe, and then y'all go on vacation every year together now. Yeah, every year together. And you swing and you're swapping and you're doing all that. All that. Um, I know that there are group trips um, mm-hmm. for those that are so inclined, specifically mm-hmm. geared to swinging. And it's usually sometimes a, a, a set group. It's the same group and it could be like mm-hmm. 20 people you know, that are, that are in this particular group and they go on trips and this is what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, I resorts just resorts for that specifically. Yes. Resorts. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I know I remember <laughs> recently I was following, uh, I'm friends with somebody on Facebook mm-hmm. and I don't really know them very well. I don't, um, I, I just know them in passing. I met them somewhere mm-hmm. and, um, they befriended me on Facebook and I was like, okay, cool. Like I, I, I remember meeting you. It's, it's not a big deal. And then they started talking about like, oh, getting my, uh, pineapple tags ready for this for, I don't know, what the hell she pineapple! talking about. And I realized that that is a, a universal thing thing mm-hmm. that swingers do they'll get pineapple tags or whatever and hang them on doors upside down or whatever to let you know that yes we are of the lifestyle we're mm-hmm. in the lifestyle and we are interested in doing that should you show should you so choose to engage and participate mm-hmm. so um again it could be group or like i said it could be people having these lifelong relationships or mm-hmm. bonds with people that they feel comfortable doing that with and swapping. So, right. I mean that, and swinging has been something that we've heard more, I think ever a longer term yeah, um, than any other of these. That would be the prominent one. I think this would, I think swinging is, is the go-to assumption when people yes. think that you're stepping outside of your marriage. Yes. Yes. People I, would say ought, that. I think, Traditionally, for more most years, it was oh y'all are swingers, yeah, and that's and now there's more terms to delineate what that means, right? And this is a good this is good because this is a good segue because Will and Jada were always accused of being swingers, right? In actuality, they came out and said what they really were, which mm-hmm. is the next type of unconventional relationship that yes. we're going to talk about. Which is the open relationship, right? This is what, like, most people were, like uh, Zarifa said, confusing what they thought Will and Jada were doing. And those in a open relationship are committed romantic relationships who are free to date other people. Um, kind of understood that the two halves of the couple are romantically monogamous, but sexually non-monogamous. So there's that innate bond that they have for their partner um, that is just for that person. So it's not like, you remember that, that episode that we talked about? I don't, I don't, I'm not a player anymore. I just date a lot. <laughs> so it's not that. Cause when you're a player and you're stringing along a bunch of women, you're romantically involved or making them think that you have feelings for them when it could just be about bumping skins. Whereas this one, it's, I'm in love with someone else that is my main partner, but we like to go out and we have other relationships with other people, but we don't get to that love part. Right. And the key word here is we. Right. Not me, not you. It's a we thing because Mm. from having conversations with some of my friends who are single, Mm -hmm. um, the dating pool is filled with piss. And there's a lot of people (laughs) out here claiming to be in an 
open relationship unbeknownst um, to their partner. <laughs> unbeknownst to their partner. We call that cheating, folks. That yes. is cheating. Okay. Yes. Yes. That is not what we're talking about. So and, both you know, parties need to agree to this. Yes. And Monique and her husband have been long proponents of right. their marriage. Oh, their their relationship open. being open. And, you know, I would say personally and then we'll get we'll get back into this we'll have more discussion Mm. personally i feel like these unconventional relationships are more i feel like if you're married then Mm -hmm. i feel like these apply more if you're not married if you're just dating dating. if you're just in a relationship (laughs) like you're just doing you like that's my personal belief i'm not saying that it's right i'm just saying that like if you're not married then this yeah. is just you doing you. <laughs> like, Pretty much. But you still need to let the other person, I mean, courtesy Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But absolutely. It, but like, I think this is a, this is one of those parts of the, the conversation where you're kind of like, so if you're dating somebody, mm-hmm. but you're not sleeping with everybody that you're dating, but mm-hmm. the other person knows that you're dating, mm-hmm. are you obligated to tell that person, but so much because you can date multiple people. Cause th- and I guess that's one thing that I thought about. If you're dating multiple people at the same time, each of those people may fulfill something in you or for you that the main chick or the main dude may not be. But I you guess still it, got your main dude. I guess it just really can't. But see, I think that's different than being in a committed relationship. Because if you're in a committed relationship, then there is well, no yeah. other person that is fulfilling all those things. But if you're dating, then you're dating and you're just right. doing and you. everything is then everything is just what it is. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm dating. We're not. But you know, there's exclusive. some people that be like, yeah, we dating, but we go together. But yeah, mm, no, but you're dating. It's an exclusive. Is, is, is there exclusivity? Exclusive. Did you, you check the box? Will you be my girlfriend, boyfriend? Right. That's other? the, yes, that's so, the no, difference. Maybe. That's the yeah. difference. Yeah. Um. So I think that that's probably what I mean more. If you're in a committed, exclusive mm-hmm. relationship, then yes, these apply. But if you're just out here dating, like, mm, then you just date. But I guess then it's not a relationship. So never mind. That Moving is on. true. That is true. Moving on. But those are situationships. Right. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, yes. Situationships. Situationships. Um, polyamory is the practice of engaging in multiple romantic or intimate relationships simultaneously with the consent and knowledge of all parties. And because poly means many and amory means love, this is the type of ethical non-monogamy usually focusing on having multiple loving relationships, which may or which may Mm -hmm. not include sexual activity. So an example of that is this is my husband and this is our girlfriend. Right. And we don't date anyone outside of us three. But if anything goes wrong, we're going to protect our marriage. So if a husband and wife are married and they have a girlfriend, if if there's jealousy involved, if the girlfriend start acting up, okay, it's our marriage over. It's we over you. Right. At the end of the day. Um, or this is my partner and this is my girlfriend mm-hmm. and this is my girlfriend's other boyfriend. Right. And this is her boyfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> and we all live <laughs> separately. separately. Meaning. I feel like, like that's dating in D.C. 101. Pretty much. Right there. Pretty right there. much. Yeah. Um, and that's basically saying, look, we're in this polyamorous relationship where we understand that we are all romantically involved Mm -hmm. with others and it's okay because we've 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 had that conversation and yes some of these romantic relationships may involve sex but they may not Mm -hmm. it's not assumed 
No, it's not assumed. And I think a lot of times when we talk about a lot of these relationships, some of these things that we're talking about, some people automatically assume that sex has to be like the premise, right. but sometimes it's not. It's really about romantic connection mm-hmm. um, and I emotional think connection. assume, especially with the swingers, they assume like, okay, it's Pornhub or something, 101. Yeah. And it's not, it's beyond that, which what we're talking about. But I think when people think unconventional, they automatically go to sex, which yes, that's a part of it. But for polyamory, there's an actual intimate relation, romantic relationship there. Right. You know, that changes the dynamic right. of it. And right. then that kind of goes into that one step further would be polyfidelity, a thruple, mm-hmm. right? Um, right. And this is becoming a little bit more mainstream. The other day I was watching House Hunters and a thruple was on there. I was like, well, I'll be damned. Okay. Look at here. All Who right. Knew? No, I didn't. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Um, and that's a specific arrangement where three or more people agree to be romantically committed to one another. And like, that's like, sis- I guess kind of like sister wives, but not. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so it's similar to monogamy. It's a closed relationship between two people, except the polyfidelity has more than two. So that person could be like, that is my husband and that is my wife and that is my wife. Or that is my husband, husband, husband. Or, or my husband, wife, girlfriend, like we or, said earlier. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all about being romantically committed Correct. to each other. And taking where, care of each other's needs and right. being um, pledging fidelity to that right. relationship. Right. So it was, and, it's a different dynamic. Yeah, it's, and it's not like polyamory, polyamory where it's just like there's multiple meaning, you know. Right. There could be four or five or six or seven people, people in a all thrusted into this, but this is right. a thruple. It's just, just the three of us, and we're not adding anybody else into the mix. It's just going to be us three. But right. it's still polyamorous in the sense that it's still more than two mm-hmm. people who are involved in a romantic relationship. Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. And I, this one was a new one to me. Relationship anarchy. Um, which is more of an approach than it is a relationship. It's more of an approach to a relationship than it is a relationship structure. Um and it is a practice or philosophy that people are considered free to engage in any relationship they choose at any time. Uh-huh. Um, it rejects assumed hierarchies between different types of relationships and erases the distinction between partner and non-partner. Um, it's it's not about never committing to anything. It's about de- designing your own commitments with people around you and freeing yourself from the norms that dictate, you know, that certain type of commitment commitments mm-hmm. require certain things to be real. Um, they're not worried about labels. Um, and it's kind of like blowing up the construct of what we think. So what this mm-hmm. probably will look like is like, okay, I'm married. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you know, I'm married, but I am romantically involved with somebody else. And I don't really, just because I'm married doesn't mean that I hold my, my wife at a higher regard than I right. hold the person that I'm romantically involved in. I, I don't, don't believe that. I don't believe in hierarchies. I right. believe in doing what whatever makes me feel good in the moment. So Valentine's Day, I want to spend time with my romantic mm-hmm. partner. Right. I can do that as opposed to, um, you know, 
spending time with my my wife because I don't hold a title. A title doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> right. That's there are some people that are doing this unbeknownst to their partner. Well, that's and, true. <laughs> and they're like, I don't hold my wife on any higher regard. So I'm going to go hang out with my side piece on her birthday and on Valentine's Day in the evening. But I'll right. be with my wife in the morning. But I think they're the same. They get the same treatment or... I got her, I got the wife uh, a little never full. I got her the big never full. And I got the girlfriend a speedy. Right. But there's there's no hierarchy in that. You would be like, oh, I'm going to get both of them the same never full. And they're like equal. <laughs> Even <laughs> though guess. it's not. But that's I how guess. they may see it. Right. <laughs> I think with, with relationship anarchy, it's really about autonomy, right? When mm-hmm. we're taught about being, when we're taught about relationships, we're taught that it, there is no autonomy, kind of. Like, you become one with the person that you're in this relationship with. Right. Whereas with, I think, relationship anarchy, it's more like, hey, I do what I want to do when I want to when do, do it with whoever I want to do it. I don't have these notions of what's right and what's not, the hierarchy, who's more important than the other. Mm-hmm. There, it, that doesn't matter. I'm my it own It feels person. like very like free love 1970s. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peace, yeah. man. Like, yeah. we're just vibing with each other and I'm going to be with you today and maybe I'll see you next week. If not, I'm going to go with Sally tomorrow. Right, right, right. And no right. harm, no hard feelings because right. I'm not putting you in a box. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, that's interesting. It intrigues me. Yeah. Then there's, um, this is getting a lot of traction lately. I saw this on Fox 5 News the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Week oh, yeah, yeah. About living apart together. <laughs> um, also known as let. Let's <laughs> let it up. Refers to couples who are in intimate relationships but choose to live separately for various reasons. These can be financial, personal, or both. Um, there's a friend, there, there's people that we know. That would be like, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I could do that. And and it was a big thing on the news the other day. Like, oh, yeah, I live on this. I live on the house across the street and my husband lives on the other side. And then we we meet up for date night. And then at the night at the end of the night, if we want to do something, I go back to his place or vice versa. And then they go home. I said, yeah. oh, so it's like dating. Yes. Yes. But not because you got your own stuff. Right. And you can set up your household the way you see fit. Um, co, you know, they, there's some cohabitation benefits to marriage, but without the painful reality of divorce, that may be the case. Well, no, no, that is not, that is the other. Oh, you, that's you, the other yeah, one. That's Sorry, it. I jumped ahead. <laughs> I jumped ahead. I was like, wait, that don't sound right. No. Yeah. That, that is, you're speaking of is choosing long-term cohabitation. Whole cohabitation. Cohabitation. <laughs> <laughs> whole cohabitation. Whole, Hoban habitation. Whole habitation. <laughs> we we doing some whole habitation over here. <laughs> over here. <laughs> Choosing long-term cohabitation over right. marriage. I see this more so happening as a trend with younger, the younger yeah. generation. Um, because they voiced a number of concerns about getting married. Um, and they would rather just cohabitate and be married. You know who, who, me for the very long, 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 long time. And I was in my twenties, I was like, I will do the Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell thing in yeah. a minute. Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell, that. me. I've always had said that. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. 
I think it's because some people just haven't never seen a lot of people choose, this, especially the younger generation, because they just haven't seen healthy functioning yeah. relationships and they're afraid to get into something and then it doesn't work. So they're solution to that is like we don't have to get married we can just cohabitate and we can live together for 30 years and if at 30 years you don't want to be with me anymore okay deuces we don't have to go through the whole rigmarole of trying to get divorced and separating assets and doing all Mm -hmm. that it's pretty much already separated and you can go about your way so at what point does that that change into common law marriage well it it depends on where you are that's Um. the legal I, i that term annoys me because people just feel like if they've been married for a certain amount of time mm. that they automatically become common law but that's no, not how it that's works not how there are works. certain jurisdictions that allow for that i think pennsylvania right. is one of the ones that mm-hmm. after and i don't know don't quote me because i haven't looked at the pennsylvania statute in a very 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 long time uh-huh. but if you've been married i think it was like for seven years yeah um, then you would automatically be deemed common law, meaning you would be entitled to all the benefits and thereof of a regular legal binding marriage. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this there's this next part, which intrigues me, but I can understand based on what the nature of a relationship is between two people. And that's maintaining a sexless or mostly sexless relationship by choice. Not by default. Okay? <laughs> That's a difference. So although sex asexuality has been gaining more visibility recently, our culture still has a difficult time understanding, you know, how someone can have a meaningful, satisfying relationship, you know, <laughs> and there'd just be no sex or no sexual attraction. But it's important to remember that for some people, sex and romance are not inherently linked. Some people really do truly separate out and, and that's okay for some people. Sometimes, I think I yeah. do. I don't, yeah. I don't equate the two all the time mm-hmm. um, because you can have a romantic relationship with someone that does not involve sex and then you can have a sex-built sex. relationship that does mm-hmm. not involve any romance. kind of romance. Um, also known as a booty call. <laughs> <laughs> or a hookup. And- and I feel like I feel like this is also something that happens. Un, well, this is unwittingly. A lot of marriages go through this after right. a, a baby gets introduced, and it's for multiple reasons: hormones and all kinds of other things. Right. But most couples aren't necessarily happy with that. If that's no, not what they, they are choose. not. No, they're not. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so another one that we have is uh, the large age difference, which I would still say is unconventional to a, to yeah. a certain degree, but I feel like it's more seen un- as unconventional for women than it is for men. Yes, for Keanu men, Reeves it seems lady like, is older than him. Right. Uh, the the pr- prime minister of France. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a whole nother because their relationship is a little suspect anyway. But, um, <laughs> you know, I feel like women get past judgment more for dating someone younger than them than, than men do. Mm-hmm. Um, but in society, I think it's been deemed more acceptable because when marriage was just looked at as a construct where you're just procreating, having right. children to kind of carry on your legacy, it made sense if a 50-year-old man marries a 20-year-old woman because Hello, Game of after... Thrones. Right. After 35, we all know that a woman's fertility starts to drop. Yeah. So it's going to be if you're a 45 year old man and you want children, you're probably not going to marry a 45 year old woman mm-hmm. if you've never had kids. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's I'm just Ayala. She just posted that she's OK with if um 
her partner were to take on a younger woman and there was some inference to that effect that it's because she could have children. But that's that's a whole not that's an open really I don't know what that is. I mean it's 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 large age difference, but then it's also like open marriage. Sister I don't know. Wife, Sister wise, poly, poly Yeah, I don't know. Something. Wasn't really understanding I don't know. that when I saw I was like, Oh. I don't okay. know. Okay. I feel like with the the age difference, though, like I feel like there's going to be some challenges when this like phase of life mm-hmm. like comes up. Like if you're a fifty, if you're a fifty year old man, and and you if you like look at Anna Nicole Smith, I mean she I was just about to say died, and she, you know, but I mean, <laughs> but like all right, y'all sidebar sidebar. So this when I first moved to DC in two thousand, I lived in Southwest DC, which is now where the Nationals Park is. There was a place next to Zanzibar called Pier 70 or mm-hmm. something like, right? That, when I got and met some of the, some older ladies that were, um, ended up being my aunties of sort, they were like, ooh, girl, we got to get you over to get to Pier 70. I said, for what? She's like, girl, get you a sugar daddy. All you got to do is push them around in their wheelchair and you'll be good. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, the age difference is a little bit big, but they'll take care of you. They just want someone to sit on their lap a little bit and just adjust their oxygen tank. I said, what? But girl, when I tell you that shit was real. So I went over there one day with them and I said, there really are men on the dance floor with oxygen tanks and their girlfriends looking like Anna Nicole Smith. No, ma'am. No, I said, ma'am. Uh, I'm good. They're like, girl, they're going to get you a car. They're going to get you an apartment. They get you some spending money. I, got I mean, hey, that's another unconventional relationship. It sugar is. babies and sugar daddies. Sugar I mean, daddies. But... Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Sugar daddies and sugar mamas. And sugar babies. And cougars. Yeah. Cougars is another one. I mean, one. but that's the, that's the age difference, right? I mean, the yeah. sugar babies, sugar daddies, sugar mamas, all of that is all based in age. People mm-hmm. want, and I mean, and it's common. Like I said, like, it seems like like uh what's his name Leonardo DiCaprio has a cap. It's like once they hit twenty five, he's it's you a know rap. what that is true. It's he a wrap. He's off. done. He, he cut like, him off at a certain ain't age. Nothing cut that bitch. Leonardo DiCaprio is like no, mm-hmm. you hit twenty five. It's a wrap, and it's kind of disgusting when you think about it, but also hilarious. He's getting older. Yeah, I mean, look at George Clooney. He was the perpetual bachelor. Yeah. And he had his wife, but his wife was much younger than him. And they had yeah. babies. They had twins. Mm-hmm. I'm, well, I'm not going to say that. But um, I'm just saying, like, it is definitely something that's more commonly accepted when it comes to men. It's like when a woman does it, yeah, it's like you're a cougar. But, like, yeah. like I feel like people are, are disgusted by it or, like, pass judgment about it. Yeah. Like, older women seem to be more disposable in this society yes. it's like once you hit a certain age it's just like oh you can't be sexy you can't be attractive mm-hmm. um none of that that's whole which, misogyny in, in play right which kind of ties into one of the things i wanted to talk to about every earlier in, in the hot tea uh-huh. and this is kind of like a sidebar they were talking about golden girls i saw this very good um um Twitter thread about the Golden Girls and why so many of Generation X and older millennials absolute and the LGBTQIA community really like still Golden Girls is still as popular today as it this was when it first came out and why and one of it show. is because there's so many of us can relate relate to it like if you're 40 or 50 you're looking at these women who are still vivacious living mm-hmm. life 
like Blanche was a whole mood. Blanche was out here a to get whole hurt. Mood. <laughs> Talk about what? Blanche was out here, but look, listen, seriously. Blanche was out here doing the damn thing. She Sophia was. was going on dates. Rose had a yes. serious relationship. Dorothy wound up getting married later. Like, yes. I mean, so it gave you hope that it's not too late. Yes, and you are not disposable, and you're and and your yes. head is shriveled up. Yes, I thought that was the best part. Like seriously, at that age, that they're like, yeah, we still having sex, and yes, what? Yes. I'm 70 years old and we still knock a boots. I was saying, oh. Yes. But okay. then there was this whole conversation, and we could talk about this at another time because it's not really on topic, but there was this whole conversation about how, like, a lot of us grew up as latchkey kids. And so we mm-hmm. looked to them and they were very motherly. And, like, you know, if you were uh, if you were gay, it seemed like they were very accepting and welcoming of that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so it made you feel accepted and warm. And, you know, when you look at it, it that's an unconventional relationship if you want to think about it, it's four women living together in a house, Mm -hmm. older, you know what I'm saying? Like all just at a different stage in their life, their children are grown. Mm -hmm. And, um, but it's definitely something I want to talk to, uh, talk more about when we get into a a episode about pop culture and how Mm -hmm. it kind of formulated a lot of our beliefs and systems and ideas. But yeah, yeah, that was just, yeah. True that, true that. So, you know, here's some, we had mentioned previously about looking at some questions that we wanted to discuss and ask. Um, And one of the ones that came up was, if you had to choose one unconventional relationship above that we had mentioned, what would it be and why? I'm curious to see what some of our listeners would Mm -hmm. say to this, but I... (laughs) If I had to choose, mm-hmm. if I had to choose, mm-hmm. living apart together. <laughs> I might be on that one with you. Living <laughs> apart together seems to be the best in, in my mind. Um, just yeah. because, I mean, if you're a woman and you live with a man, you just already know why. Um, right. You Like, we, we've said enough. I mean... Um, <laughs> I mean, and that seems to be the 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 most um one that I can relate to the most. If there was like a second one after that, that mm-hmm. if I had to kind of choose, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. like. I really feel like maybe cohabitation. Oh uh, well, yes, cohabitation. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, like even more of the ones that are a little less like safe, because I feel like living apart together and cohabitation are the safe choices. Yeah. If I had to pick an unsafe choice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Lord. If I had to pick. Okay, 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 okay. If I had to, if somebody put a gun to my head and said, you have to pick (laughs) one of these unsafe. And when I say unsafe, I'm talking about just like the answer that's not as like, like you're clutching your pearls. Um, if I had to, I think probably monogamish, mm-hmm. a hall pass here or there. If I had, if I had to choose, but yeah, um, because at least there would have been some conversation, some communication about it, and you're not out here living your best married life, so you think, and other shit's going on behind your back, right? So I feel like the monogamish one is the closest. Where okay, we had to talk about it. It happened. This shit better not happen again unless I say so or, you know, all that other stuff. But it's 
But I feel like it's a fine line. You're playing with danger right there. But I mean, but 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 if we're speaking just exclusively on, because all of these relationship, these unconventional relationships require Mm. a level of communication. You cannot engage in any of these. Nothing that we've said you cannot engage in if there isn't some healthy communication Mm. that is going on between you and your partner. As a we. as a we. we to discuss what the parameters of this is going to, to be. And we're going to get into the do's and don'ts in, in, in a minute. Right. Um, we The other question was like, is there a gender bias? Well, we've already I talked about so, that. Yeah. I think so. I For think sure. with all of these relationships, there is a gender bias. And that I feel mm-hmm. like a, a man approaches his wife or his partner with the idea of engaging in an unconventional relationship. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, that makes right. sense. But if a woman does it, it's like, what the what? is what, what, you mean? You, what time are you on? Where are you going with that? You better go on with your bad self by yourself to do that shit. Yeah, because I don't feel like it would... I want to ask some of our male friends. We got a man who is listening. Yeah. I'm curious as to if your wife or your your partner came to you and said, hey, I'm really in in thinking about getting into an unconventional relationship. And we're not talking about a threesome, right? That's different. Right. That's, that's, you. that's a one. That's a. Right. moment in time right we're talking about something that is ongoing if if you're if if they came to you and said that how would you react to that mm. i'm very curious because i can't speak for men because i don't know because i'm not a man i think um, they have their bias if it's a chick i feel like they would i feel if it's like a they female, would they'd be like sideways. oh yeah cool yeah. if it's a dude what well yes well okay yes yeah, absolutely well it depends i feel like Depending on the type of relationship, I feel like if we're talking about non-sexual romantic relations, I don't know. I can't say. I don't know. If you're a man, I'm saying you're listening. And I'm just saying, and and I'm not saying to to exclude any any particular population, but I feel like men cannot handle half the shit they want to project and put out there. So they will be like, yeah, my wife could go get a girlfriend. But damn it, if she gonna get a boyfriend, because that to to men is an ego thing for some. Right, right. You know what I mean? They're gonna say, "Well, hell no," but let it be a chick. But then they get they're like, if the man comes and says, "I want you to get a girlfriend," the women's ego apparently doesn't mean as much. I know, and they will do their damnedest to try to convince the wife or the partner to bring in another female. But if you flip it and the wife still tries to convince the dude, that I feel like that's just gonna go left, like I way mean, quicker. I would say that a, a lot of some. the show, yeah, a lot of the shows that we've been watching, except for the new one that's out on TLC, oh yeah, like the polyandry husband or whatever, brother husband, um, yeah, brother. <laughs> I was like brother husband, <laughs> brother husband. But for most, for the most part, when we see TV shows or 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 examples of polyamorous relationships. It tends more typically to be a man with multiple women. Right. There, I've rarely seen a man with, you know, men and women in the mix. Right. I, I rarely, I've rarely seen that portrayed yeah. on TV or, or otherwise. I was surprised um, when... In a fictional or non-fictional way. Right. So. I was really surprised that after we had discussed doing this episode that I started... Then I saw, you know, Auntie Iyanla's uh, comment and then yeah, I saw the yeah. Polly show and I was like, mm-hmm. what is... What the what? I mean, but we you know we stay on top. We stay on topic. Yeah, just by chance. With, yeah, with yeah. a lot of our stuff. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. But, um, you know. I'm, cu- 
I'm curious if there's, and I doubt anybody would would mention this, but if if you are in one of these relationships, what happens when you want to stop? I'm, yeah. I'm curious to figure that out that because how does it work? Because let us I know. I I, 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 I don't know if that would work. I, I don't know unless it's again a conversation that you had in the beginning to say right. at any time one of us wants to stop, we have to stop. Right. But that just seems like very treacherous waters that you yes. are treading because maybe my romantic relationship like with Monique and her husband mm -hmm. right Monique says she doesn't want to do it anymore but her husband's like well slow down <laughs> <laughs> okay but I'm gonna slow down though what the hell that be and that's what I'm saying it just seems very dangerous that just seems to... like you're heading for the D and the divorce right I just I don't know but like when we talk about the do's and the don'ts right of these unconventional relationships the biggest thing is honesty right, right. you have to be honest with your partner you have to be have the ability to approach the conversation with your partner in a very respectful mm -hmm. you know meaningful mindful way you have to do it for the right reasons you have to set sexual boundaries yeah um you have to discuss protection hello ding ding hello ding. please and um, thank you folks come on you have to set emotional boundaries and you have to address jealousy rationally and calmly but i kind of feel like these these relationships can only work for very emotionally Mature. adjusted therapies if that's mm -hmm. a word it's a word today. Therapize people because <laughs> I feel like if you're not in tune with who you are and not comfortable in your skin and mm. know who you and your partner are, this is going to go left. And I'm Quick. not being, dis I'm not judging or being or dissuading anybody from engaging in these types of relationships. Cause again, it, it absolutely works for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just curious because I'm just like, how do you how do you set emotional boundaries? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how do you deal with jealousy? Because it's bound to happen, it right? If you, especially if you deeply love and care for somebody. Of course. It's bound to happen. And how do you and then I think some people and we had talked about this when we were, you know, when we were discussing this topic, that there are some people that, you know, if you're getting emotionally tied to somebody. And then that other person gets tied to the other person. How do you reconcile those conversations? Right. Because you can still love that person. So even to go a step further, let's say you love that person, but you're no longer in love with that person. Right. But emotionally, you're mature enough to be in a relationship that's sexless, sexless with that person because you love that person. But the fire is gone or you, nobody wants to try to make it work. So you go and step out and you let that person know. Like there's some folks that when they have a partner and they get to a certain age or dealing with a life situation, that person may give their partner permission to go off and do whatever. The monogamous. Yeah. Where that person is no longer capable of satisfying that or fulfilling that role in their relationship. But that person still has love for that other person that's deep and caring, but they're just not able to perform that particular. But I feel like that that's a, a, a separate set of circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. That I could see is more under, it can be un understandable. But you still get jealous because you can't yeah, do Yeah, but anymore. I mean, I, I, I feel like for me personally, if it were up to if it were if this was a situation that I had found myself in and mm -hmm. it was like an unconventional relationship, I feel like I would be more drawn to relationships where there was no romantic romantic um 
aspect to it, that it was right. purely based in a uh, sexual nature only because romantic ties tend to complicate things a, a lot. lot more than when you engage in just pure sexual, uh, you know, that always messes the hookups. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess everybody yeah, yeah. catches feelings. You're like, oh, this was. I mean, well, to be yeah, friends. when you friends with yeah. benefits, and then yeah. someone catches inevitably, someone catches feelings, right? And then it changes the dynamic. It absolutely does, and 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 that's why I said I'm, you know, I think that I I I would surmise, and I don't know again because mm-hmm. I don't know anybody personally. Well, let me not say I don't know anybody personally. If I know somebody personally that is in one of these relationships, they have not expressed that to me. So right. I may know people that engage in this these different types of relationships. Mm-hmm. They just haven't had the conversation with me about it. So, oh crap, my microphone almost fell off. Okay, um, <laughs> tell the truth, shame the devil. So. I don't. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I'm, I, I just am curious as to how this all plays out, how this works. I'm very, I am, but, but again, just from a logical standpoint, the way that my brain works, I couldn't see myself being in an quote unquote unconventional relationship that had an element of romance to it before the simple fact that I feel like the emotional boundaries Mm -hmm. um, that that would I think those lines would start to blur and I feel like that would start to cause a lot of unnecessary angst and chaos in the relationship I just personally I feel Mm -hmm. like that for me um, but there could be people who like, nah, it's not like that because there's a lot more people partner. are doing it, whether they know it or not. And I mean, and I mean that on, <laughs> and I mean it on both sides. Like, I feel like there are a lot of people who are comfortable enough to live this lifestyle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then there's people that are living this lifestyle, but they don't know. But then they're not living the lifestyle. <laughs> According to people in the street. Depending on what the other partners tell, because if another partner's like, "Yeah, me and my wife are in an open relationship, we have an understanding," but the understanding stops with the person who's telling the other people that there's then an that's understanding. Just, then that person's just a liar. I, I, I'm <laughs> just then, saying then that person is just. I uh, completely agree, but I also feel that like there are some people that are truly comfortable in this life, in these choices of lifestyle. I feel like I've, I oh absolutely I feel like there are people who th- this is where they reside, and I mean yeah. when you look at if you if you have a, a very you know basic animalistic conversation about relationships and monogamy you could say being monogamous is not natural right right it is unnatural for us to be in relationships with just one person there are mm-hmm. people who can make that argument and 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 there's a lot of you know data or whatever mm-hmm. to support only that a few seahorses and penguins <laughs> those are the, the the animal those in the animal kingdom that stay with their main partner then you go into the lions, and the lion got a whole brood of chicks, right? Lionesses. So and he's living I mean, that polyamorous life. Exactly. So I feel like for for some, it's it's one of those situations. Like, yes, you could be very comfortable in it, and I feel like maybe if we were younger, mm-hmm. um, of a different generation, yeah. it probably would be more acceptable, more um, open, more we would be more willing to. I would say explore, but I feel like if you're older, if you're a boomer, if you're yeah. Gen X, maybe even an early millennial, that's not something that you even want to engage in because you just feel like, okay, like, okay, for example, perfect example. And then 
with Will and Jada, right? Mm -hmm. Clearly, there was an entanglement. And I think the entanglement Mm. was their open relationship was just supposed to be you sex and that's it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like somebody along the way, maybe Jada, got emotionally involved Mm -hmm. when she wasn't supposed to, which created an environment that created problems for them. And we see that because August Alcina came out and said all of this stuff. And then it's kind of embarrassing, right, for them. Um, But again, that's their relationship. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? We don't really know what... And and I also feel like that situation was a little too close to home. I feel like from from just what I've seen and heard, all allegedly, that Will Smith was doing his dirt well away from home. Right. And she got a little too comfortable and started engaging in situations that, okay, now we know this person. And this is too, too, too close. Because I know... Too many ties, too many connections within the family. Right. I know one person specifically that he was entangled with and this woman was on his social media. She was kind of like his assistant kind of, he was helping her kind of thing. And then she just disappeared off the scene. And this was all around that same time. But uh, you ain't heard that from me, but anyway, um, (laughs) but, but I'm just saying like, I feel like, Oh, you know what? Maybe we could do a part two to this. And maybe if we can find some people who are engaged in this type of lifestyle, yeah. they can have the conversation. And if you're out there, we will keep you anonymous. Nobody has to know who Nobody you are. Nobody has to know who you are. <laughs> um, because we're I really would curious. like to ask, like, so did you decide this in the beginning of your relationship or did it right. happen midway through your relationship when you're the, you get to the seven year itch mark or you're well into your 20th year of marriage? And you're like, look, we need to do something. And this is an option. I'm going to give you a hall pass or we're going to bring in a girl. Like, do you, is there a, is there a stage in your relationship where you come in and say, I know we didn't start out like this, but this is something that I want to look into. And how do you approach that? Mm-hmm. And then where does that go in the relationship knowing that your partner is no longer s- satisfied with the way the situation is and you say no? And that person is the one who brought it to you. Then where do you go from there? Or do you mm. just acquiesce right. to try to make it work? And then you try it and you're like, mm, this ain't for me. Does mm-hmm. the marriage, does the relationship break up? Because hmm. you still love that person. Right. Maybe or maybe not. What are the dynamics right. for that? I'm very curious. So hopefully we can find <laughs> somebody. We're putting a call Somebody's. out. Anybody who's involved in any of these lifestyles that we've mentioned. If We'd love like, to talk to you. If you like hanging pineapples on your doorknob. Hey, pineapple. <laughs> pineapple. <laughs> Please let us know. Um, but with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and get to the last sip of tea with your hood on mama. And we're back. The last sip of tea with your hood, Dalai Lama. And I am your hood, Dalai Lama. I have nothing other than do you. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> engage yep. in it if it's polyamory if it's living apart together if it's you know monogamous whatever mm-hmm. it is as long as you're being honest and you're communicating yes. you're setting boundaries and you are using protection i say go have at it and you know be happy and Enjoy. that is the last sip of tea with your hood Lama. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for joining us this week on Sipping Tea with Nat and Z. As you know, you can follow us on Instagram at Sipping Tea underscore Nat and Z underscore pod and on Facebook, excuse me, at Sipping Tea Nat and Z to get information on upcoming podcast topics, guests, and news. Thanks for listening and catch us next episode where we get into healing our inner child. 
Be safe out there, but have fun. <laughs>